Your name. Your literal name. Oh, no, that's not first. Hey, everyone, it's Millie. It's Gabby. And welcome back to another week of Change by Degrees. But I say, hey, everyone first. Okay, but yes. And then my name. Okay. Um, This is episode, how did I forget so fast? 97. 97. 97, The Case of the Murderous Dr. Cream, part two. So we finished reading the book. And (laughs) it just kept getting worse. I think it was like really hilarious. But. <laughs> like, like there was a few times at like one a.m. that I was screaming because this man, this just makes no sense. No, it was like really dumb. Um, Not the book, just this guy, this doctor. Cream, creme de la creme. Also, his names that the press gave. Those him, are my favorite. Whipped cream. My favorite was. Um, Oh God! I think I marked it. <laughs> I had marked a few, and some were disgusting. I well, see, I bent the pages, and then I put it back on the shelf. And then or pure cream. That sounds yeah. Nasty. There was um, I'm trying to look at where the pages are like bent, but there was one. It was like spoiled cream, I think. Spoiled. Cream. That was my favorite. I liked that. <laughs> spoiled. Spoiled cream. Yeah. It's just the press really like they were more up. concerned about that than the actual trial, but. They were. I liked it. Even. I can't even hold this thing. Oh, you probably got your books there. Oh, because you finished it. Well, because I put it on the shelf. I just hate their slippers. I took off mine. Mine's naked. The book jackets. I don't like. Never buy me a hardback book. And if you're going to buy me a hardback book, it better be like the only book in the store and they haven't come out with a paperback or something yet. Because I really don't enjoy hardback books for multiple reasons. Anyway, disclaimer not that anyone's going to buy me a hardback book, but. (laughs) You have plenty. The jackets. Read all the extras you have right now, actually. Yeah. We had more book club. All of those. Yeah, dude. Four crates in there. It's a lot. Yeah. But I mean, it's a problem. This now is done. We started back up on chapter 20 and went forth. The point you had mentioned about the corners, I think, was in the second yeah, half. Yeah, it was. Um, so we had that discussion, but I thought it was also very messed up because I don't know if you mentioned this in the last episode, but... They would want to have like money, so mm-hmm. people were like vying for like all these fresh dead bodies. So well, they yeah, could get. which and that was, was just actually normal. Like I, that's the nineteenth century. It's not like they could just have because like nineteenth century was a time of science, but like they didn't have. They were trying to learn as much as they could about like the human body. How else right. are doctors supposed to know right. if they can't? Which is why I think uh, Dr. Cream and a lot of the people he went to school with started out in midwifery because they were trying to learn about the human body and stuff. And one right. of like the tenets of like the medical field of time was learning how to help a woman in labor or whatever. So like, but yeah, with the cadavers and stuff, it's just, just like, uh, that's why grave robbing was so popular because it was so expensive to get a body. So then professors would just tell the students like, yeah, go rob the freaking grave at night. Like, you know, I'm not telling you to do it, but just Mind suggesting. like alone Because he goes into detail and especially when it related to cases and how people would do a sloppy job just because they wanted that that cash uh-huh. in their pocket. Um, but yeah, we had that discussion last week, but everything else should be brand spanking new. So chapter 20 starts with, um, cause we- I need to refresh my memories. Oh, what refresh your memories. On? Chapter 20. Uh, around 187, cause I put a page number in my okay. notes. <laughs> and oh, you took notes. That's smart. Yeah, because if not, I will forget. Okay. And um, basically after 19, Dr. Cream was, like, arrested uh, for the Lambeth murders, potentially, right? Uh, and so Jarvis is going and digging into his past. So chapter 20 starts with him getting his license. And this really, like, blew my mind because apparently in Edinburgh, which 
we've already discussed uh, in this podcast that I want to go there. But the Royal College of Physicians and the Royal College of Surgeons um, was able to give a diploma for both practices. Forget this, 21 pounds. Yep. So Cream said, let's get in on this deal. Mm. And I thought at first that it was like way too easy and it was just like a little budget hack, whatever. But... Apparently, it was like one in three, I think, actually passed the examination and got the diploma. Yeah. Because the whole board would be there and you'd have to go through like a series of tests. So it seemed legit. And somehow, even though Cream had failed previously. I was going to say he attend, failed. <laughs> he failed. So this is why he the went test here. to practice as uh, a doctor. But he, uh, I think, of well, no. Yeah, he got tried. He failed. So. <laughs> he failed. And then he went here and he passed, right? Yes, yeah. I think so. He went to a different institute. I feel like I, I was trying to understand. I guess it would be the equivalent of like. Like I went to CNU, and then you go so to if like- I didn't pass my like senior thesis or something, and I couldn't graduate with the degree I wanted, then I would just transfer to like Mary Washington and, and then do to- it there and try again. I, I must. I, I was trying to put it in terms of like how Today's I could understand it, and I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna assume it because like nowadays, if, if you, you fail, fail anywhere, the medical for well for a medical degree. Dude, you're screwed. Like, you just wasted probably, like, 10 years of your life. You can't just transfer. I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can't just transfer to another school in, like, a semester and then take it again within, like, a few months and pass. Like, Which is what he did. Yeah, but you know what? It's probably because of people like him that the medical field is, like, absolutely not. No, you're going to, like, not. We're not going <laughs> to do And it's at the place anymore. where it's at now, which is okay. I appreciate you. You know what? Obviously, that's good. Um, but yeah, that's where chapter 20 starts. And uh, I thought you would appreciate this because it goes into um, how um, Conan Doyle, again, mm-hmm. was part of this thing. And the instructor, one of the instructors was Dr. Joseph Bell. And he was the inspiration for Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I think that's what and, I mentioned last week, but I couldn't remember oh. what section it was in. Like, oh, okay. I didn't know. I was so like, you mentioned mm, two but things on the I know I did. Okay, because I'm so job. sorry. I'm, I didn't go into detail. I don't I don't think I did. I don't remember. And but, I think yeah. this was a quote because, again, I was trying to tell Gabby, I don't know if it's like pulled directly from some sort of document. Or like what somebody said in real life. We can check the reference section. I didn't. I didn't do my due diligence. He has like a hundred pages of sources in the back. Doctor, it's a lot. I was like, oh, the book ended. Yeah. And they had like another quarter of the book left. Well, which is good. I mean, he's got all these sources like. Well sourced. Well sourced. Dude, citing is the worst. So good for him. Anyway, go on. (laughs) (laughs) That Dr. Joseph Bell, there was a quote that apparently pulled from him and I thought it was quite funny. Uh, The endless significance of the trifles. And if only Scotland Yard were to have practiced this, (laughs) I feel like uh, Cream might have been caught a little earlier. Well, they did go in his trial. I think they kind of were like, yeah, Scotland Yard kind of botched this one, dude. Which is so funny because at the end this the 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 ending because they were like this was scotland yard's redemption story for not they being able to get like jack that, yeah. the ripper but yeah. that's not the case dude. well i mean the- they did catch him but i think the point was like it is their redemption story because they did not catch we still don't know who jack the ripper is right. and we probably never will but they did catch this guy cream but it was botched but they still got him so it was kind of like yeah I we hate fumbled our that. way through it and like we probably, if we just if we investigated the first death, like we should have when he was in London, then we probably could have saved like several more women. Mm-hmm. But um, but that didn't happen. But we still got him. So really, like, <laughs> like this is a win for us. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. So I and, guess and, they and were the problem it up with as a it win. too is that they were like, yeah, you didn't call, you didn't catch Jack the Ripper because. <laughs> He was a little less sloppy than Cream. The yeah, well, yeah, they Cream said that, but I was like, was he though? Like, well, I, I, or Cream it- basically ended up causing his own 
he was an idiot. He, At least rest. Jack the Ripper wasn't Correct. writing saying, letters, blackmailing other people for stupid reasons. But I mean, himself as the author. Oh that's yeah, caught him. The, like, literally, Jack the well, Ripper didn't do that. Which also isn't unusual. That when, took me out when I read that. Yeah, I was screaming. When killers often like insert themselves into the investigation, and then you look back and you're like, man, if you just kept your mouth shut or kept your distance, no one, no one would have ever known. Right. But like a lot of times, because they're just so like self-absorbed they just have to like insert themselves into the equation and then cops are like man you hang around a lot why are you here and then they start questioning further so i think it was almost like that kind of thing but he was also trying to get money out of people wasn't just for his ego he was actually trying to blackmail but he just sucks at blackmailing like so bad he just sucks at it like he's like man you really suck at this so i think he was trying to get money out of people by blackmailing about the deaths but the letters there were so many discrepancies because they came to find out that he was talking about one of the victims being poisoned months before they'd exhumed her body and found out that she was in fact poisoned. Mm. So obviously the person who wrote the right. letter was the person who yes. killed her because no one else knew mm-hmm. at that time. Oh, I remember, yeah. So it was just stupid stuff. Because the detective was like, wait, if I look back on this letter, we only found out this chick died of strychnine yeah. 10 days ago. Well, that's the thing. And, and the letter was written, written several months several ago. Several months ago. So it's like, how did, so what did he obviously know? the person who wrote it was is murder. the killer. Like, yeah, he's just an idiot. And then like the one letter he wrote um, that he he told them, he was like, you guys should exhume that body because that, I think she was poisoned. That was the one that did him in. I don't remember what victim that was. But, and I was just well, like, are was, you stupid? Like, Oh, no. Yeah, that one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was the last the one that Scott got him. Stott. I'm assuming. Yeah. And then Julia Stott, which I, I just, and I was reading this and I was like, are you dumb? Like, he is. A lot of times, murderers, they are dumb, but sometimes they're like super smart. Like, a lot of serial killers, they get away for so long because they are super smart. But like, um, and you, that's also frustrating because you're like, man, like these people who are killers, they have like such brilliant minds. You could have been something so good. Mm. Like, but you just have that little, little tint of evil to you a little bit. <laughs> you could have done such great work, you know? You could have been such a- You could have a, been brilliant, like, I think After you got your license, you could have had a successful He could have been, I mean, he was an okay doctor. Like, he failed first, but then passed. I'm sure a lot of doctors at the time. But, but even having yeah. a doctor in the 19th century was like, wow, we have a doctor. That's so right. great. And you could have, like, helped people and done stuff, but no. Even, like, a lot of- Like, Jeffrey Dahmer was, like, so smart. Mm. But, um- that They're didn't go so well <laughs> because he was trying to make human zombies. So, like, um, that's not great. But, yeah, it's just, like, all these people have, like, such people. great minds. and But they just, you know. There's just one little devil thing. Devil takes a hold. Um, <laughs> or something. That, I don't know what it's happens. It's like the brilliance. It's like you're too brilliant to be good. Yeah, I don't know what goes on. <laughs> but this, yeah. Um, I don't know how brilliant Cream was, but eh. definitely it declined towards the end. It's probably average. So, he got his uh, little license, right? He passed. And they start off this new section by mentioning Kitty. Uh, Catherine Hutchinson Gardner, okay, because he set up a practice in London, Ontario. Yeah, there's so many Londons. Yeah, I was like, what? There's also a Lambeth, Ontario, and a London, which is the neighborhood in London, in Ontario, but then there's also a Lambeth neighborhood in London, in England. So he was um, in both at separate times. Whatever she said. I just made a note here that this (laughs) this practice after he uh, got a little, little thing was in London, Ontario. Yeah. And this is, again, from Jarvis Lernan. He's following the trail right now. I love this man. And the fact that he wasn't really even needed in the final yeah. thing. I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, then they, so he was supposed work. to go back, like, months before he did. He was yeah. supposed to go back and, like, they're Mid- supposed to call mid-July. him back in, like, July. And then he didn't go back to, like, mid-September. September, yeah. And I was like, he was like, what? I got more to do here. <laughs> Scotland Yard. <laughs> so, basically, in this first practice, a chick ends up dead in the privy beside... Um, this killed me. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> 
I was just like, what an asshole. Like, you have all the places to leave this chick. You hey, put her on the toilet, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, so we had a little practice in this shifty looking building. They have a picture if you're, if you're curious yeah, dude, about this like, first practice what? look. But she was found in the outhouse. Yeah. Located behind the building. Yeah. <laughs> Sloppily put. He was like, oh, she must have died on the toilet. I don't know. Like, what? Like, this is what I'm saying. This guy is like not super His with stories it. Stories every time. Like what? Unbelievable. Exactly. Unbelievable. Exactly. That's why the cops were like, huh? Like, <laughs> what? He proceeds to be like, hey, wait, there's this chick like on the toilet with basically she she had chloroform on her. Well, her face was burned. And yeah. her face was burned to the extent that although they tried to rule it as a suicide, she wouldn't have been able to hold the handkerchief to her face long enough to produce the those types of yeah, burns from the chemicals before she passed out. Yeah. So the doctor was like, hmm, this, you know, one and one isn't adding, you know, coming up to two right now. Uh, but yeah, she was found. So stupid. Like what an idiot. Like, first of all, that's just like. Like, of all, like, why? Like, why would you do, like, that's just somebody who just does stuff to just, like, humiliate people. Like, he well, took, he took an extra step to, like. Put to, her in the, to, in the. Yeah, like, why would, like, it's not humiliating enough that you're, you're found dead. Like, you gotta be found dead on the toilet. <laughs> like, what? It's like Lupe Velez, dude. He tried oh, to pull yeah. a <laughs> fast one. Yeah. But, yeah, and this is why he ends up, I believe, fleeing from this first practice and ends up into literally. Because it was a. Bomb his of the earth. practice was like when they found this woman, his practice was literally like three blocks away. Yes. And everyone was like, well, I don't know, but that guy would have chloroform down there, that doctor. And he's like in the, he's like, like peeking around the also, corner like, what, me? Also, and then he's like, I'm going to move my practice the now. The <laughs> the detectives, for example, when they were trying to, because of course, cream gets away, but they didn't put any details together. For example, the fact mm -hmm. that, do you remember what this man's thesis was on? No. Chloroform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The detective said, hmm, can't be him. They mentioned that like 600 times and then they were like, no. No, it can't be him. Yep. I really like that. Really frustrating. Yeah. But so that happens. And of course, we're going to end up in Chicago. We're not there yet because I thought this was so fascinating because Dr. Cream lived a double life. He tried. I don't know if he did it super well. Which is so funny because the author went into like how all men would be double lives at this Which is somewhat period. true. Yeah. Like um, if your <laughs> husband was cheating on you, it's like. Yeah. That's a typical thing. Like, that's, yeah, it sucks, but like, that happens. But, um, so I don't, and I'm like, yeah, a lot of them take morphine and a lot of them, you so know, are alcoholics. All, like, drug addicts. No, I don't the, think that. Well, okay, even, dude, even uh, Conan Doyle wrote Holmes to have an addiction. I mean, and he's one right. of the cool good guys. I mean, he's fictional, but still, right. it just goes to show you how normal it was yeah, in, that. in that time period because they didn't really know the effect long-term effects of all these things like smoking and taking opium and drinking every single day of your life and having affairs and you know i don't know so but yeah double life sure he, he wasn't he very good at doing a double life yeah i went to church he's taught sunday so, school he taught he was growing sunday up. school in ontario wherever he grew up in ontario he would teach sunday school and he would sing in the choir sing in the choir i bet he had a great voice <laughs> i bet it, i bet dude he better sound like an angel you think he had a good voice? You think he was a tenor? He was definitely a tenor. No, he's probably an alto. He's probably an alto. No, they said that his voice was real deep. Okay, by he's the a tenor. End, so. Okay, so he's a tenor. <laughs> or could be a bass. I don't know. Well, growing up, he was probably nah, a tenor. he's not a bass dude. He's nah, not a bass. Not good he's tenor, tenor. And then he would uh, be clubbing at night. 
Yeah. So that was his double life that apparently every other man shared. And that's okay with me. Um, so like Saturday night, he'd be like, boom, like boom, wilding boom, up at the boom. club. Sunday, he'd come in like, take me to the king. Like, I ain't got much to bring. That's what. He, I hate yeah. how you just acted that out. Yep. So that was cream. That was cream. Uh, and so <laughs> in between all this nonsense, he obviously doesn't like this uh, chick, Kitty. And she ends up on the toilet. And even though with all these details, they ended up once again saying she was ashamed because she was pregnant and ended up killing herself. I love that narrative. <clears throat> it once again repeats it itself. It escalates so fast. Like, oh, well, she was pregnant, so she must hate herself and be so ashamed of it. She probably killed herself. With, uh, with the Okay, here's the thing. She probably killed herself in like the worst way possible. Like, no. Who's going to hold chloroform to their mouth? Which, once again, it still wouldn't have been enough to, like... No, because you're going to pass out, and, and the that. rag's going to fall away, and then you are passed out, and you wake up later. But no, this chick was dead. But they were like, well, we don't care, so that makes sense to us. So that that's what Scotland Yard said. They said, well, and we don't care. And mind you, I think he had already killed Flora. Yeah, this girl, this girl was, like, she was not the first. She was, like, the third or fourth person. And when Jarvis meets the detective and also the, I think he met the doctor that basically said, yeah, these burns couldn't have been caused by herself. Yep. Jarvis was like, yeah, that makes sense. Why didn't we look into this? And they were like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I love that answer. How did you like Inspector Turnbridge? Oh, I love him, dude. I thought he was. <laughs> First of all, no one's going to top my love for the Dr. Stevenson who's tasting the poison. Okay, that's nasty. And he once again. Dude, apparently he wasn't good in court. End? He wasn't good in court. No, no, no. He was good. Well, he, came, well, he, was, he was good in court. He and then, got a little bit. He would have been like me. And then he, and then he, like, it goes on at the end to say how he, like, revolutionized this field of, like, poisons and stuff. Because it kind of has, like, tasting. a little. of ta Yeah, and I don't remember where it says. Somewhere in the uh, pro or epilogue. But, um. Anyway, but yeah, so what'd you ask me? Turnbridge, Turnbridge, Turnbridge whatever his name Inspector is. Turnbridge. Inspector Turnbridge. And he was a leader. Um, he led the investigation in Scotland Yard. Yeah. So between Jarvis and Turnbridge, they're like main characters. Yeah, After and they're like you, working together. Like Jarvis is in America and mm -hmm. Canada, and Turnbridge is over in the and other And he's land. like trying to make it work. Across the water. And so basically, I think this was Jarvis, but he visits chronologically now Benjamin Priest's drugstore and discovered that the staff knew cream. Because he was trying to find where Cream bought strychnine, okay? And apparently, this is where he did. And he had bought strychnine a f just a few days before uh, Emma Shrivel's death. And then afterwards, he had bought these little capsules, which is how he kind of got better at killing people because he would put the strychnine in the cap capsules, which would match the description of Matilda Clover's death. Okay, I got that right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically he found where he was he was buying strychnine and all that jazz. And I was just like, this nasty man. Because then afterwards, um, this was a big part of the case because they were like, oh, this is where these thin, they were called like long pills. Yeah. That the ladies called them. Um, yeah. Which again is like so dumb. We kind of talked about like that whole log thing last time of how like, yeah, you can trace back to who bought it. But at that point, it's too late. Like it doesn't matter. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and so Just this doesn't make sense to me, but that's okay. 19th century nothing, doesn't have nothing, to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. And so Turnbridge is like, okay, we got that little piece. And he proceeds to interview Laura Sabatini. So they never Queen's got married. Cousin. They were never married. They never got married. I For some reason, I thought they did. No, it, was, and it said ex-fiance. It said ex-fiance showed so, up at the court. But he never, like, they don't think they ever, unless briefly, went into why they broke up. But it went from fiance to just ex-fiance. Maybe she just broke them because... She was like, he's a sleaze bucket. I don't know. Get his life together. Um, 
maybe she was like, I don't know, he's trying to give me some weird pills all the time and I'm not really into that. <laughs> and it smells really weird and he's really weird and I don't like his eyes because he creeps me out and he's really, he's a big a creeper. And um, well, they were like kind of cross-eyed, I think. So he would look at you like, hey, <laughs> trust me. And you were like, you no. You are so me. <laughs> well, that's what it says you in the book. You are so me. Even he's his picture. Again. His picture is like, uh, I don't. Little, look, let me. No, cross-eyed dude a little cross-eyed not it's much so but a little funny bit to me. She's like at the beginning of the book there's a picture of him being he looks kind of kind right there but then if you cover up you're like oh you know <laughs> it's just, it's if you just eyes. if you just cover up his mouth and his nose on the picture you're like well, i don't trust him but then you look at his mustache and you're like yeah i trust he's him. a trustworthy person and he has a cool top hat on that if you mustache, take the top hat he, away he worked on that mustache. like imagine this being the, the face you see before you die i would be so upset you don't understand because yeah. he looks a little bit like a weenie he is a weenie dude he sucks He's like, here, take this weird pill. And Sabatini was like, no thanks, we're breaking up now. I really don't know. I wish maybe Turnbridge asked that. But um, this, 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 uh, because they're trying to build this case. They had a really hard time coming up with eyewitnesses. Eventually they come up with two, but a lot of them were like, that can't be the man. It doesn't match the description. He's not wearing yeah. the same glasses, which was so annoying. Well, that and they plus- would place him on a bridge and be like, is the man crossing that bridge 500 miles away? Is that cream? And they'd be like, no. Well, yeah, that, and plus it's like, some of this is like a few years later, where right, it's like, you like, probably should have investigated this and like asked us for like who this person was like three years ago, but that's totally fine. Like, <laughs> but at least they could, they, they knew, they remember what the pills looked like. They right. were, you know, so like, they were like, yeah, this guy tried to give me strychnine because I totally remember that. But um, like that one chick who threw it in the lake or the stream or whatever. We're not there yet. We're not there oh, okay, yet. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't know we were going chronologically. I thought we were just talking about it. You have a whole thing. Okay, go ahead. Oh, uh, you leave well, the basically, pack. well, because this is how they're building the case. And uh, what really tickled me is that they're trying to also catch him on blackmail. And Laura ended up writing some letters for Dr. Crane. Yeah, dude. Which took, I'm like, why would you do that? That's why I'm and like. she would have to sign them, not as Dr. Cream, as somebody else. And she would be whatever like, whatever that seems really using. weird. And I tried to ask him, but he never told me the answer. So yeah. if someone was like, hey, I need you to write a letter for me and sign it this way. And then just give it to me. Don't ask questions. Don't be annoying about it. Just do it. I'd be like, you know what, dude? I ain't going to the cops. Maybe or anything, that's when she decided. But I'm, I can't, I'm I can't not doing. Anymore. I don't want to be involved in like whatever. You can do that. I'm, I'm not involved in that. Like I'm not dealing. <laughs> You'd be I, like, actually, take me. Nah, like, actually, like this isn't working out for several reasons. One, you keep trying to shove weird pills down my throat, and two, you want me to he, okay. write. We're adding that narrative. On I'm. Side. I. You're, he must have. Well, probably not. because He wasn't married yet, but maybe exactly. when they got married. I think once he gets married, he's like, give me that money. But she probably at some point saw his weird little case of pills and was like, yeah, what a weird little guy. Like, there's no way she was thought he was like completely like the letter writing. I was like. Like, sis, you should have much. been known by that. Like, I would never do that. She should have tasted the pills and been like, oh, like Dr. Stevenson and like, disgusting. that's a strict nine in there. No, no one can replace him. I love but him. But this was so highly problematic because they have brought a handwriting expert to the court because they were like, we're going to get cream on at least blackmail. This guy likes writing letters way too much. He loves and writing letters. There's something like, sus. This matches cream's handwriting. They would take his notes and they would see these letters. But apparently some of them that, what was this guy's name? Um, Inglis. Okay. I think it was Inglis. Oh. Uh, this handwriting expert. Oh. And he was like, these are all Cream's handwriting. And Which it, even today, handwriting experts, when they're called into court, aren't, you're kind of like, it's kind of like that kind of science that you're like, all right, do you really know? Like, I'm so mm. dead. Like sometimes, is, you know, you're like, mm. And he basically shot himself in the foot because it came out that some of these letters were actually Laura's. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so, so also, even today, handwriting experts, you're like, the case mm. fell apart. Right. And by then I was like, wait, is Cream going to get away? 
Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't sure if he was or not, but I was just like all these, it's just such a shoddy trial. But I think at this point, people were looking to convict anybody. So they were like, whatever. But can we talk about um, Louisa Harvey? No, oh, I, I want to talk about, I'm going to, I don't know what order I'm going in anymore, but it's just, I just remember this. Um, Daniel Stott and his <laughs> wife. Do you That's think, that- do you think his wife was involved in his murder? What is your opinion about that? Well, here's the thing. Let's set, I it, hate, let's set I it up first. I hate when people, so basically, like Daniel, this is, I think this is the only man Cream. Well, that we know up, of. That we know of that yep. Cream ends up killing. Yeah. So he kind of changed his typical So victim. like, and that, was this on, in Chicago that this happened? Yes. Yeah. It was so while he was in Chicago and Jarvis found this out, Daniel Stott was this guy. Old guy. He was married to his, I don't remember his wife's name. Julia. Julia Stott. Um, Julia, so Daniel had an epileptic. Uh, condition and so he would need medication so she went on the train to go get his medication Mm -hmm. she came back she gave it to him he hadn't what she thought was an epileptic fit but he ended up dying and so her version of events is that yeah he had a fit and he died Mm -hmm. um I don't remember now, all you, I think the that details Dr. Cream was his physician and he yes, was giving him medicine but that was helping it was helping until this this thing is, well yeah um, and she just was like oh we had an epileptic fit and he died but then somehow it came under investigation um, and it was found out that he was. You know why? Because Dr. Remember. Cream sent a letter. He's like, oh, you to blackmail. Read. Yeah, to blackmail. That was he the was guy. Like, yeah, to be like, you should exhume to, this body. To, to the inspector. And yeah. he was like, you hey, detective, you should give those pills that were prescribed to a dog, which also took me out to see if the dog dies. There's many incidents where they give, they give, they gave, there was to another animals. case where they gave it to a, a cat, and the cat was like, and died. And they were like, that's not normal. Um, which I'm like, how do you know? You could give, I mean, what's not allergic to me could be allergic, to, could be deathly to this cat. Like I could give this cat allergy pills and that's meant for a human s- and it could keel over and die. So I don't think that's super, once again, 19th century, they're doing their best. But um, <laughs> not a super like controlled group there, but that's so fine. like, give it to the dog. The dog keels over and like kicks the bucket. Literally like, they're like, oh, weird. So anyway, through this whole thing, they, they come to the conclusion, Cream goes on trial. Because it was mm-hmm. this whole thing about where she got the medication from. Right. Did she get it from Cream or did Cream get it from some other guy? Where did it come from? They, right. Nobody knows where it came from. Julie is talking in circles. Cream, of course, is useless. Like, just no one knows where the medication came from and who's your normal physician and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, he was almost convicted. Almost. But he wasn't. He was convicted for a different thing and he spent time in, but it wasn't It wasn't Daniel Stott's murder. It was something else. It was a different chick. But because um, he spent time in Chicago in the penitentiary and then he got out anyway. But yeah, so... Yeah. But he was on trial for this, and but he was acquitted, I think. And um, but then it, the question came up. But I don't think Julia was ever on. She was. She wasn't no. on trial herself, no, she was but on she trial, was going to be. She, impl- she was so close to being implicated. Right. But, but no. she. But they yeah. were. I don't think they had enough evidence. But they. And later, actually, her lawyer becomes Cream's lawyer later. But yeah, but they later were of the opinion that she had something to do with it. That she was trying to poison her husband and mm-hmm. that her and cream were in cahoots together or, or lovers and obviously. yeah which is disgusting but um anyways but they never come they, they never proved that so i was just do you think she was involved i think the only thing that makes me about it is that she changed her testimony yeah but a lot of these women changed their testimony like in his last trial before he's killed um well, Spoiler alert, he's killed by by (laughs) injection or firing squad. Hanging. hanging. He was hanging. Like, which one? He was hung. Um, And he said some stupid crap before he was hung. He did. Idiot. Um, 
But anyway, the priest was like, we don't care. Um, <laughs> but like, oh, he was like, you guys have made the last two days here. The best they were like, dude, life. shut up. And then like, right before like, they like hit the thing for him to hang. He's like, I am Jack. And they, people think he was going to say, I am Jack the Ripper, but it's not even confirmed if that's what he actually said. But whatever. I'm like, you were not Jack the Ripper. You were way too sloppy. Um, Jack, Jack the Ripper wasn't neat, but he wasn't an idiot. Like, come on, get it together. Put some respect on Jack's name, please. Okay. So okay. We're, put some we're respect. Bothered by cream. Yeah. Okay. We're bothered okay. a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I don't even know where I was going with that. So, so you, you don't think she was involved? No, I, oh, oh, I do think she, here's why I think, here's why I think she was involved. I think she was banging him. I don't even know if it was that. I think. had an old husband. He was getting seizures. You need some, a little bit, some more in your love life. Some excitement. I think she was involved for the simple fact that this is the only male that we know of that he killed. Hmm. What incentive would he have for? Ki- I mean, he's not going to go and try yeah, to kill an care. old man who has an epileptic fit every and five he had seconds. To gain, not that he had anything to gain from the other woman. You and know, he would always speak to other guys about needing to kill prostitutes. He yes. Yeah, so then that. it also gets into his hatred for women and prostitutes. But um, but yeah. So it's just like there's n- this, he's never. That's not his mo. He's he he's outside. He's outside of his mo at this point. And so it that's doesn't Julia's make sense. Fault. And that's Julia's fault. I think Julia recruited him to kill her husband. And I don't think she was telling the whole truth about that but that's okay she got away i think she got away with at least like some sort of like knowledge that yeah dude she had to have there's no way that that this random physician well cream who just has been giving medication for quite a while is just randomly gonna administer poison that he knows goes to the male because in 19th century the male holds all the unless his plan was to like Kill off her husband, marry her, kill her. But that's a very long, drawn out plan. Cream doesn't seem like the. Which one's he's very Chicago, like immediate. He doesn't seem to be the type to like want to draw. He can't even wait, dude. He can't even wait. Okay, he kills a woman. The next day, he sends a blackmail letter. He can't even wait until the cops get there. Like he's, he's not like, a very long term. He's not a very long term right. planner. So I think that's too drawn out of a plan for him. I think he was just doing her a favor. Maybe she was sleeping with him and then he was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. I don't know. But I'm just like, yeah, that's too, that's too long-term. He's not patient, dude. He sucks. Like, he can't, he's, he's not that smart. I don't think he's that smart to come up with a plan like that. Wow. Like, he gets married, right? And the day after, he books it to ink. Like, he's not a long-term guy. He I just don't likes think- to go with the wind and that really wasn't a go with the wind Yeah, his spirit is very restless, <laughs> you know, very freeing. He's very free spirit. Dude, you know so, what? When he ended up in Chicago, yeah. he moves at when he- Finally, once again, goes to court. I forget what his criminal lawyer was. Been to court so many times. Um, it's hard to keep track. But that guy was horrific. Um, oh, his lawyer in his he, last trial? Well, that's... Because he about, really cracked me up. I don't remember that, his no, name. The one in Chicago was good. Oh, he was oh, just oh, really Chicago. like sleazy. Um, yeah, most lawyers are still sleazy. I know. And then the one that was late to his first hearing also took Hilarious. me out. Hilarious. And Cream being like, let me write some notes right Hilarious. now. Hilarious. And him being so upset the whole time. It's just... it. Yeah, also, his lawyer was late. Imagine if your lawyer, I'd make a scene, I'd be like, get out. I'd cuss him out in the courtroom and be like, you're an idiot. I'm, I want a different lawyer and you have to give me a different lawyer right now. We can, we, you literally cannot, pers- I don't know, Kareem didn't care, but I mean, he did, but <laughs> no, he, was he was just like, like got this. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to take some notes. What an idiot. I'm going to take some notes. Anyway. Yeah. That um, was hilarious. But anyway, but so I do think I th- that, yeah, she was I involved. I think it was, well, wait, there's two, there's two big things we're missing. There's a lot of things we're missing. Um, we're jumping around. No, no, no. Yeah. That. Okay, let's talk about Louisa Harvey really quickly because you mentioned her earlier. Uh-huh. Um, she reads in a newspaper that she's dead. I she love tried that. To re- <laughs> I love that. She tried to restart her life in Brighton. This is the she chick who tan. after 
Mm-hmm. After Cream offered her these pills, she tossed them into the river. In the River Thames or whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah, river. yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's like, I'm just going to move to Brighton and start anew. And then she gets a little uh, local newspaper and she's like, uh, apparently I'm dead. She had started a new, well, she started a new life and she went by the name Harris. Because people assumed that, <clears throat> because people saw, I think, her hanging out with Cream and then she left town. So people were like, oh, he must have killed her too. So people just assumed she was dead. Which is also so messy and she ends up being like no i'm alive i'll testify against this guy so yeah, i think she, was she like, is the hero right guy. now yeah she is the hero because well, she's like the one she's like the one sex worker well i think she was former i don't think she was doing sex work at this time at the time she came to testify but she was the one like former sex worker that could actually speak for like these other women right she was the one i don't know if the like, one survivor there could have been others that he offered pills to and they're like yeah right and they just mm-hmm. didn't come forward but like the one that we know about that that was like, yeah, this guy a smarter is an idiot, which is so brave because like if he wasn't um, if he wasn't uh, charged, well, if he wasn't like put in jail or whatever and the trial was <laughs> a failure, risk. I would be like, I'm leaving England. Like he could come shoot me with a gun at this point. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, she was critical to the case and I was like, yes, not only did she escape cream, she ended up putting him in jail. She was like, yeah, this um, idiot over so here. The, the, the one in Chicago was the one we're missing, which is the Mac one. Yeah. Which, that was stupid. It's basically <laughs> cream story for this also took me out, and it also changed. He's just so sloppy. It's like, just so apparently, and I think he killed two women in Chicago, and but the one that he ended up going to court for was this one. Yeah, the one that they could actually be like, okay, we have some um, evidence for this chick. So he got to Chicago in July 1879, which he was leaving Ontario hastily because of the other chick that he put on the toilet. Yep. Um, and he set up a practice on the west side. Um, and he should have had plenty of patience, but apparently he had a hard time getting patience. And mind you, the way that Chicago is described is like 100 times worse than Lambeth. Apparently, dysentery yeah, was like a typical Chicago thing. is disgusting. It was disgusting. I mean, it's a huge city, and it, yeah, it's nasty. Um, yeah, dysentery was super popular. Everybody loved it. Probably it, like, it was a, it was a regular everywhere. summer disease. Yeah. Like, you would just go in like if it was a cold. Yeah, it's, like getting the, it's like getting the flu every winter or something, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was on the west side of Chicago, and basically, he obviously once again is trying supposedly involved in this abortion <laughs> and the abortion is of what's the lady's name i thought i wrote her down uh, i don't remember because basically hattie mack is the one who he accuses of performing the abortion mm-hmm. and that he showed up afterwards and was like what did you do and which once dead. again i'm like interesting <clears throat> i don't know we may never know what actually happened like well, he must have he, uh, he must have. I'm sure he's the one who performed the abortion. Okay. But wow, what was her involvement in this? Because she was in the room and then everyone heard her leave. Or like the person below, whoever was staying below her heard her like skedaddle out real fast. Was it, was it Ellen Stack or Sarah Alice Montgomery? I can't remember. I don't know. Um, One of those. I don't know why I'm not remembering now. Um, But yeah, that so was like whole- So like once again, the same thing with Julia Stott. It's like how involved was... Hattie Mac in this whole in thing. this thing like I'm sure he's the one that performed the abortion but she was there because she like skedaddled out real fast with it even though there was a dead body in the room 
She didn't go downstairs and was like, oh my God, there's a body. Like, tell somebody. Which she is left. So disgusting. They, the author opens the chapter by saying there was somebody in the nearby building who was like, this smells really bad. Well, no, it was the person. Mm-hmm. It, well, first of all, it was the oh, lady below, below the room who heard like stuff going on. Uh-huh. And then she saw Hattie leave with her kids and was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then someone smelled something and they went upstairs and they were like, dude, there's like a body here. And I just saw Hattie Mac leave. Hattie Mac is a fun name. Hattie Mac. But um, so yeah, it's just like kind of like, well, what's her involvement if you weren't involved and you just stumbled upon a body i'm assuming you're not going to just be like let me slip out of here roll my ass like you're probably going to say something and be like holy crap there's a body in the room but uh yeah so. well it could be maybe that she was like you're gonna get an abortion but i don't think there's no way that for example she tried to do the abortion no, i don't think she did and dr cream showed up apparently allegedly and said oh my goodness what did you do and cream's lawyer basically said he's too good of a man He's too skilled of a doctor to have performed such a botched job, which, which is what I daughter did. Actually, agree with that. I agree that like he's too skilled of a person to like botch an abortion because he's a doctor and he like, knows what he's doing. No, it was like it was just it was a, bad a bad abortion. abortion. But like, but I think he just did it on purpose. I mean, like, so like, yeah, he's too skilled of a man, so he knows what he's doing. So then he just decided to not know what he's doing. Like, you know, he mm. just did it wrong or he did it badly. Just another way to kill someone without it being like looking like it was on purpose. Poison's pretty purposeful. But an abortion, he's probably like, man, I got lucky with this one. This Which lady wants an abortion. There was, and he even made uh, friends with another doctor who went to court for a botched abortion. Apparently that was a very very regular thing for doctors to get embroiled in. Yeah, but because abortion, cleared. yeah, it was <clears throat> illegal. And so when you kill someone from an illegal practice, it's pretty bad. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't know. But I think he did the, I think he did the abortion and just botched it. But I don't really understand Hattie's maybe she felt guilty because she's the one that like went to go get him to yeah, do the abortion and so she was just likely. like I don't want to be involved in this but either way she was acquitted I think so it doesn't really matter yeah so and he ends up reopening the practice and he moves into a room of some widow and ends up engaged uh to the daughter to the daughter yeah which I'm like he dude he can't he can't stay single he's off the market he wants all to be the, off the market all the ladies love him um that cross-eyed look He kills two two more women, which mm-hmm. was the ones I mentioned. I forget what Hack's girl was um, name, uh, but yeah, Ellen Stack in Montgomery were two other deaths that happened. Like in the uh, Montgomery happened in Sheldon House once again. Cream sees this chick, leaves, and she ends up dying by poisoning. <clears throat> and um, I think finally by then the detectives were like, "This seems a little bit weird." There's a <laughs> this seems suspicious. It's like yeah, no. Duh. And I think it was, I think he got into, why did he get into Illinois State? Um, I don't remember which case that was. It was in Chicago, one yeah. of the, whether he it was, was sentenced to like or a, a woman. To life, mind yeah. you. But apparently. He got out after got, like 10 years. Yeah. yeah. And it, when you're sentenced to life, one in three could get out. <sighs> and you would just ask the governor. The current governor that he thought he was going to get out with uh, said no. and the warden apparently knew cream was a very very bad man which also took me out because when he heard that cream got out and like went to go kill more people he's like i knew it i knew it i told you i could have told you um but the governor who replaced the one who didn't let him out eventually let him out because well he also had i think a lot of it like creams he had some connection to this guy well i mean i don't know because then he also had a lot. There's some guy he knew who had a lot of money. Who, so it was kind of like. He kept you know. writing letters in prison, mind you. And he would be like, 
this was a a bad case. I didn't do anything. Yeah. And his father ends up dying. His brother comes to visit him a lot. So his brother was like totally like, yeah, my brother's innocent, blah, 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 blah. Which. And I'm like, I know you want to like think the best of your family, but your brother sucks. I'm so sorry. And even when it came to trying to like <laughs> fund a defense for his case, his dad was like, I'm not doing it. So yeah. his brothers and sisters had to give him the money. And when his dad kicked the bucket. Um, he didn't leave anything for Krimna's will. But yeah. he did say that Which the executors of his estate, and I think the last name of one of them was Davidson, which is the guy who eventually gets cream out, um, was like- Yeah, it was like his dad's he, best friend or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh my God, I would love to get my best friend's son out of jail. Mm-hmm. He must be, and it was about this Dr. Stott and Julia Stott thing. And he's like, he must be innocent. But what's so funny is that as Cream was getting closer to getting out, the letters he would get from Cream, he was like, this guy's sanity seems to be slipping. Yeah. But I did my job. Yeah. I got him out. And I was like, dude, you just unleashed yeah. havoc on Lambeth. Yeah. Which is how the book opens is when he's getting out of Illinois State. Correct. And so that's yeah, that's why he goes to England. Well, also his brother is like, maybe you should go to England. <laughs> like, like, don't be separate. here. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, well, you just... England's probably like, well, thanks, thanks dude. Thanks like, so much. <laughs> Scotland Yard's like, great. Yeah. It's so, okay to have a redemption story from <clears throat> You didn't have a very good, well, oh, oh, you mean Scotland Yard? Yeah. yeah because basically that's where Jarvis ends his investigation. He spends like another three months trying to get all the details and then he gets tried uh, in Lambeth um, for the Lambeth murders. And finally he gets, he's pr- proven guilty for Matilda Clover. Yeah, and that was all that was needed for him to. Yep, go bye bye. I got the death penalty, and they killed him fast. Like usually, you sit well. And I think he still thought he was going to get out because sometimes he would get out of these courtrooms and he would be like Mm -hmm. smiling and be like, "Yeah, I did." Well, because he got out of a life sentence in 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 Chicago, so he's probably like, "Okay, I can do this again." Like, but they yeah, they killed him pretty fast. Killed him in November, and he was um, convicted in like a few months prior to that. I think I don't even think he spent like a year. I don't remember what year it was that he was convicted, but it was a very short amount of time. And then, um, yeah, he thought he, he definitely thought he was going to get out, but he was on death row for like two seconds. And then you're like, oh, wait, sometimes people sit on death row for like years. But him, they were like, nah. Of course, I don't know how things work. Maybe in the 19th century, they were probably, dude, they were probably killing people in like droves. They were like, let's do like a group killing right now. <laughs> I think firing I think squad, cream, though, even though like there was a mass of people, uh, they didn't, they couldn't actually view him. Go bye bye. Uh, well, yeah, because they got rid of that, like, they, they got rid of but, public um, executions yeah. a few years prior, I think, to that. Because at that point, they were almost in the twentieth century, and they were like, hmm, a little bit more civilized. Maybe public executions aren't super great. Maybe we shouldn't do that. But there was people waiting out, like thousands of people waiting outside, being like, "Ooh!" And then someone came out. And they're like, "Yeah, he's dead." And everyone was like, "Clap, clap, yeah. clap, clap, clap." So yeah, what an idiot he was. Yeah, he he was hung. What a time. So like, the and again, what really did him under was the letter that he signed himself, like Dr. Cream, I'm saying you should, this chick, this was poison. Yeah. That's what did So him. stupid. That's the only reason they got him. Yeah, Because much. there were other parts of the case that ended up falling through. Like again, the handwriting expert mm-hmm. and the eyewitnesses that were really hard to come by. Um, but thankfully. Yeah, it was kind of a shoddy trial. Like, like I said, Jarvis, even after all his work, really didn't play a key role because he after just that went one detail. And just found out all the stuff he did in America and Canada, I feel like. But other than that, it didn't really and factor to this day, in. You don't know how many um 
women cream killed. And I think the author obviously brings back the idea of like, because I think Scotland Yard was also accused of like, since if it was a man, would you have done such a sloppy job? Of course not. The killer, you know, faster, whatever. Uh, just so many things. Yeah, I did appreciate the author at, at the um, at the end he epilogue. Did he did. He was, and he used the term that I had said at last episode, "less dead." Um, with a lot of these victims that still, and he goes into like this still happens today. Um, should have marked the page because I thought it was really like nice that he did that. But um, and he mentions Victor Hugo, which like. Ugh, my favorite author, one of my favorite authors, but um, apparently Cream read a lot, you know, in the uh, prison. I'm sure he had a lot of time on his hands, <laughs> nothing else to do. But um, but that yeah. that uh that Illinois uh, prison was horrific, and they yeah. get a lot of time in isolation more mm-hmm. than like torture or something. The warden was like, "I'm forward thinking." Yeah, they torture really soul. wasn't. Yeah, when it got to the 19th century, they well also because of, I feel like the rise of like psychology and stuff, they were like, "Hmm, we can torture someone without physically harming them. Let's yeah. do it." Like, yeah, but um, yeah, American Which might have aided in Cream's like decline in like yeah maybe health. although he kind of seems like Already. he does not care like he seemed like the person that it's you like, could put yeah, him in solitary for like 3,000 years and he would come out the same way like and also what was hilarious is that the governor who ended up pardoning him didn't read like the slip of his behavior in this place because he didn't behave well yeah he sucked he, he's like he wasn't a astute prisoner wasn't a very good prisoner. He wasn't a very good prisoner. He so he shouldn't have been let out. Straight. He was in solitary quite a few times. Yeah. He was punished quite a few times for. He did whatever. a sloppy job. Yeah. In the rocks or whatever they were doing in that prison. Yeah. Yeah. He was sentenced to hard labor a few times because he was being bad. So he, <laughs> he just being, couldn't, couldn't behave. He's like, let me write my be, letters he could not and try behave. to get out. Oh, but he know. did. But, so um. No. Yeah. But it's just, uh, yeah, the at the epilogue, he, the author goes into sexism and inequality. He says, of the times isolated prostitutes and pregnant unwed women alike, re- relegating them to the mar- margins of society. Um, and he just talks about how Cream took advantage of that also. And then he mm-hmm. goes into what American criminologists, which I said last time, Stephen Egger, has described victims such as these as, quote, less dead people. Um, so they're people of little worth or value to society whose deaths are deemed less important than those of victims living mainstream middle-class lives. Um Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And which he goes into, like, that's kind of what, because Jack the Ripper also killed uh, sex workers. Um, um, and then he has a quote from historian Hallie Rubenhold, who says, women had no voice and few rights and the poor were considered lazy and degenerate. To have been both of these things was one of the worst possible combinations. Um, yeah. So just this concept of, like, less dead. And that he goes into, like, today, serial killers still prey on people who are, quote, less dead. Mm-hmm. Um whether it be sex workers, people of color, poor women, indigenous women. Um, there's a whole highway in Canada. Um, mm. I don't remember what it's called, but it's where a lot of indigenous women have gone missing and never been found. And Canada just yeah. doesn't do much about it. And it's, it's like, like target. it's like this whole highway, like this whole stretch of highway that spans almost all of Canada. And, um, and just no one, I think it's called the Highway of Tears maybe. And like no one really does much of the um investigation rmpc and yeah. canada doesn't really do much about it they might kind of investigate it but then they also kind of do one of these things where they talk to like the family and they're like no you don't understand like our daughter would have come home and she's a mother she's about like whatever mm. and they're just kind of like well you know she probably just like 
needed some alone time or decided to leave her family. They're like, no, she wouldn't have done that. And are you kidding? Like all these women Mm -hmm. would have done this. And they're like, well, they probably just left or she probably just, she's, you know, went off with someone. And it's like, no, that's not what happened. But, um, yeah. So it's just like, don't you find it kind of weird that you haven't found any of these women, like not Mm -hmm. even their bodies, like nothing. And there's no record of them. And like Mm -hmm. their bank accounts are untouched, but like, so I think it's just, yeah, it's just also goes to show that like, this is not a new concept that we struggle with today with people being quote unquote less dead than others. But even with um, Gabby Petito, the Gabby Petito case that happened last uh, fall where people were obviously outraged at her death, well, her disappearance and her yeah, death. The but the fact the that she was focused on so much when so, and people were bringing attention to other people of color or people in the lower class who had been missing or had been murdered and their investigations were at a standstill, whereas the Gabby Petito case had so much like energy behind it. And it wasn't because of the family because these other victims also have families who are like rallying for them. But it's just because of like the resources from the police department or investigators or the media that just doesn't put like as much energy behind Mm. finding these missing women or men or bringing justice to their murders. So it's like still happens today. It's just relevant. I forgot. Yeah. So anyway, I really... Really liked how he wrapped it up like that. Yeah, I think it was told in an entertaining way, but also he brought up really relevant <clears throat> things, either to that time or to our current time, like themes that just are good to discuss. It wasn't just like a documentary that didn't touch on any other yeah. things. Yeah, and now Cream's stupid body is sitting in an unmarked grave somewhere in No, random. I think they have a letter. One letter. A letter? Said. Yeah, oh. on top of the grave. Well, whatever. unmarked. But not, yeah, <laughs> unmarked basically. grave. He doesn't have a cute little epitaph from his family. We'll put it that way. <laughs> no. And he, uh, yeah, like the last few days leading up to his hanging, he had talked to like some priests and mm-hmm. apparently he said like, I hope God forgives me for whatever. But really just The like priest not, was like, okay, okay. well. <laughs> no, like, sure. Um, and he was pretty like calm cool and collected and well they uh, said the morning of though he was like shaking in his boots like pretty nervous so good good i'm glad he's nervous that's the thing it's like and s- and he didn't say i am jack <laughs> idiot some of these some of these people like i love how he's like i hope god forgives me you guys have been so good to me you've made i've this loved the best days this of my life. death row has been great this has been so good yeah and then he's like wait but i am jack i am a- jack a- a- and then hung in his neck snaps but yeah, I he's like, I'm a doctor, so I know that this can only last a few seconds. So that's good. I would have been like, mm. I'm like, I'm still not happy about uh, it. It just reminds me good. of that scene in the green. Have you seen the green mile? Uh, oh, so good. I'm, but it's it's a Stephen King novel. But it came, the movie came out in the 1990s, I think. But um, anyway, it's about this guy on death row. And um, he goes to the electric chair. But the guards are like so horrible that like this is nothing. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but that Go they ahead. Go that ahead. they um. <laughs> but there's a way you have to do the electric chair right. in order to make it as I hate using the word civil as quick as possible. Right. Um, you have to like wet the sponge, put it on their head, blah blah blah. Well, one of the guards doesn't wet the sponge on purpose so that he suffers, and so they have to pull the lever to electrocute this guy like three or four times to to kill him. And it's just like the most horrible scene ever. Mm-hmm. But um. 
but yeah, so anyway, that that all that I was just going there because all that to say, Cream knew he was like, it's gonna be quick because my neck will snap probably after five. And I'm like, you were such you were so annoying. Like he's like, my <laughs> neck will no snap point. after like three seconds. It's totally Even great. If I don't Im- like immediately die, he was like, I'm gonna <sighs> I was I'm like, gonna you are so annoying. There's no point in this book where he's not annoying. He's Even so when annoying. he was like getting his first little degree in Edinburgh, he already was annoying. Everyone the conversations hated he had him. about and that's the thing. It's like he always kind of implicated himself no matter what, whether if it was by blackmail, the way he was in situations he was, the way he spoke to several people about killing prostitutes is what blew my mind because also the men around him are like, yeah, he's kind of having a bad night, huh? Like he's just kind of gross. Like other men were like, he's really annoying, first of all. And second of all, he's really gross. Like, and he definitely hates women. He was very full of himself. And people, yeah, and it we didn't really get, but he does go into like, he hate his hatred for women and how much he hated women and sex workers. And just for really no, it's not like he had a bad mother. Like Mm -mm. for no reason. He didn't have mommy issues. Yeah. He didn't have woman issues. It's not like a weird. He had tons of fiancés. It's not like a weird like psycho (laughs) type of Right. Alfred Hitchcock thing. It's like just childhood problems. No, it's, it's just, just like he just hated women. I don't know why. It doesn't really. It doesn't really make much sense why he hated women so much. But he did. He was. He he made some comment to one of his friends from medical school or something. And he's like, we need to like this like scourge upon the earth. And he was talking we about sex workers. It. And he's like, we need to like get rid of get rid of these people. And he, the guy was like, you mean women? <laughs> like, what are you <laughs> talking about? But yeah, he was just. And like, it was really sad because I think he also points out the narrative, the, the author, that for a lot of these women especially when they were talking about cream being like part of Sunday school. Uh, And I think it was in Chicago and how there was like a few, I think safe houses for women there. And they would be like, yeah, some ladies prefer to live on this side because they get questioned less being just a single woman Mm -hmm. um, or a woman with a child. If you were unwed, that would be problematic. And some women would rather, it was better to die than even be a sex worker. If that yeah. was your only option. Yeah. Which is just like. The system did not work for women in the 19th century. And Cream said. I'm and he took advantage of that. Like that's what's so wild. Those are people who I'm like really. I mean yeah serial killing is bad in any way you look at it. But especially when like the person is taking advantage of people who can't like help themselves. Oh I don't know who said this. Mm. Was it. I think it was Conan Doyle. And I was like, yes, because we start the book with Cream being released from Illinois State. Yeah. And if the state is responsible for releasing a killer, are they also guilty? Um, Would you say that? We can end on this note. Um, I was like, whoa, if, Mr. Doyle, you're really, Scotland Yard was like, we don't accept this at all. Well, also <laughs> Scotland Yard isn't the one the that, one who released yeah, them. Yeah, it's Illinois. But, <clears throat> but also, how do you sue a state? No, no, no. But you know, being but, more like. I mean, you get to sue the, the, the court system, maybe, or the governor who let like him go. it was go. so messy. But like, I also, don't know. The, like, the, their, their way of not directly helping, but indirectly helping Cream, whether it was how they handled the cases, or again, him being released, they didn't even do their due diligence there. Even if you didn't, if you thought Cream was the best man, but for example, his <laughs> misbehavior uh, during his time there, he shouldn't have been if you asked the right people, if you did your research. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he should have been released, released. But at the same time, it's kind of one of those things where it's like you could release someone who did something awful 20 years ago and they live a straight life from then on. Like, how do you know? Right. You don't know. The warden Just knew. because you have bad behavior in prison, dude, I'd probably have a bad behavior. I'd probably have bad behavior in prison too. That is, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, dude, I don't want to ch- chop up these rocks with a freaking sledgehammer or whatever I'm supposed to be doing. Of course, I'm going to have a bad attitude about it. Like, 
It doesn't mean uh, I'm going to go kill someone afterward. Like, you know, if you let me out in 20 years, like, you know what I mean? But I right. do. Th- so it's hard to say in hindsight. Yeah, dude. Wow. I can't well, believe yeah. you let him out. He killed more people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I it's it one of those things. From case just, to case. Yeah. Um, because I think the last thing his lawyer tried to do before trying to avoid death row is saying Kareem wasn't saying. Which, no, he's not. Yeah, like, he was very he well was aware. Ex- of what he was extremely doing. well aware of what was happening. He wrote letters. He couldn't have been insane. But like, no, yeah, the letters. letters. He would have written a report on him and been like, he is sane. Yeah, he's like <laughs> malingering. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him. But um, besides just being a complete jerk and horrible person. But um, but yeah, they said whoever one of the psychologists said in the, the I think it was the t- <laughs> chapter title was like insane and he they said he sure he's insane but in no legal sense like he's right. not medically insane mm-hmm. does that's not he's gonna hold sound up mind, yeah. in court like that's a stupid no that's not he's not <laughs> he's totally they're like he's like, fine. He took drugs he's cool he's great he's still fine yeah he sucks as a person well, he's not on this earth anymore, so he can go suck it wherever he's at. I don't know where he's at. I'm not going to claim to know where he's at, but okay. you know what? That's not he, my he job. He said some words, and then he said other words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whether he had, you know, faced his judgment here on earth, he faced it in the afterlife. That's all I have to say about that. So, hmm. You feel, feel good about that. You feel good about that. I'm like, Jack the Ripper was never caught, but he was definitely caught in the afterlife. <laughs> so I hope he's having a fun time, wherever Gabrielle. he's at. I said wherever he's at. I don't Gabrielle. know. I don't know what but his, where his soul was, is. Was 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 a good read, I would say. It was good. If, yeah. uh, if you're interested in, in the hunt for a Victorian era, era serial killer, read this book. Always interested in Historical that. Historical nonfiction. I've gotten all my words right. And if you want to be astounded with every chapter, right. you can. There was even like the shortest chapter on him blackmailing, like an actual patient saying, like, give me more money. I don't think he ever blackmailed successfully once in his like <laughs> 20 year <laughs> period. Of... And that chapter was like two pages. And they were yeah. like, yeah. And it did not work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I don't think just, he ever uh... got money out of it. He tried. He, he, tr- he was very um, determined to try to get money the out of people. The only thing he got better at. I would, it's not even better, but like he was like, let me not be as sloppy. He's like, I'll do strychnine in his little pills. But eventually that also got him. But the blackmailing never got better. So if you want to be a blackmailer, don't follow Cream's um, yeah. footsteps. You have to do a little bit better than that, okay? I don't know whose footsteps he'd follow with that. Somebody, I don't know. But uh, There's yeah. better than Cream, is this, all I have to say. The blackmailing was bad. It was bad. Like he, <laughs> the smartest he got was when he told his fiance to write it for him. But even then, backfired on him too yeah because she was like yeah no and she was at the court the day he was like (sighs) yeah she was like no i wrote that um (laughs) but it's okay yeah anyway all right we're done yay 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 um cream's caught yay um follow us on instagram underscore change by degrees and read this book (laughs) i read this book by dean what's his name job dean job j-o-b-b he's got two b's he has other books too. This is his most recent now. This is the most recent one um, that it came out actually, I think a few months ago. But anyway, it was very good. Yeah, if you like serial killers, read it. Crime. Why not? Yeah. It's different. It's different. You yep. really get into it. You get lost in the sauce, maybe a little bit with all the names. But, but uh, he has a whole index. I should have, yeah. In I the end. actually checked the cast of characters. The cast of characters, yeah. Turnbridge and all these other. He has the sources and he has the cast characters in the back. It's all good. So there's that. Anyway. 
and we will see you next week for another episode i don't remember what it is i don't remember what we're doing it'll be probably okay it'll be great it'll be good (laughs) (laughs) bye bye camera didn't die did it i didn't hear it wow